Hey, hey, you're about to listen to a preview of our Troubled Waters bonus content for this year. It's a crossover episode featuring our new friends from the show Secretly Incredibly Fascinating, Alex Schmidt and Katie Golden. Now, you only get one round here, so if you want to listen to the rest, if you want to play along, if you want to find out who wins, become a member of Maximum Fun today at MaximumFun.org slash join. It is only one of, I can't even count how many, countless reasons for you to join the fam. Do it. MaximumFun.org slash join. Enjoy the show. Oh my God. Merci Boko. That's what I have to say. I'm Dave Holmes. Welcome to a very special Max Fun Drive Boko episode of Troubled Waters. That means bonus content. We thank you for being a member of the Max Fun family. This is Troubled Waters, the show that treats popular culture as the most important kind of culture because it is what unites the Max Fun family. And since you are a loyal Max Fun donor, we want to make sure you are bummed out the least of everyone. That is, that's what popular culture does. It bums us out the least. It might make us cry like it did at the Oscars the other night. Holy cow. I was a weepy mess from start to finish. Anyway, that's beside the point. To win this battle, each comic will be called upon to use their smarts, their rhetorical skills, the great comebacks that they've been workshopping with other Max Fun hosts to earn the coveted Troubled Waters title, Punted Emeritus. And because it's a very special Boko episode, this is a Boko Punted Emeritus that is only, it's a very special one that's only given out once a year. I won it last year for knowing the most about my own career, but barely. <laughs> I'm, happy to, I'm happy to hand this crown off. Anyway, you are listening to a very special Troubled Waters, and once again, we say, merci, Boko. I'm going to try and make that happen. I'm going to try and make, make Merci Boko happen as a, a Max Fun catchphrase. But that's beside the point. Let's meet our teams. This is a very special Max Fun crossover event. And not only that, it's kind of a welcoming party for the hosts of one of the newest Max Fun shows, Secretly Incredibly Fascinating. Our first contestant is not only a writer, not only one of the hosts of Secretly Incredibly Fascinating, he's a four-time Jeopardy champion. It's Alex Schmidt. Hello, Alex. It is so good to be here. Uh, uh, sincerely, thank you for the welcome and the joy. And I now I feel like I'm also in France because Merci beaucoup, you know? There's a little That's accordion exactly in the right. background of my heart, you know? It's great. Yeah. We <laughs> may not be international waters anymore, but that doesn't mean we can't be international. That's what I say. <laughs> um, when when did you win Jeopardy your four times? It was 2018, and it, it was in the Alex Trebek times. And uh, oh, yeah, the, just the Trebek a, years. Just a joy. We we went out for dinner like the week after it aired, and our waiter mm-hmm. like stopped dead in their tracks because it turns out they and their partner both watch Jeopardy every night at like two in the morning after they get oh. off their their food service shift. And, oh. uh, so it was nice to kind of blow somebody's mind that way too. I love that. I love that. <laughs> What'd you do with your winnings? I have to ask. Oh, mostly preserved them very boringly, and then also did one trip to Croatia, which was wonderful. Obviously, yeah, the old Jeopardy Croatia trip. Yeah, you got to do it. It's it's kind of a cliche by this point, but you got to do it. Uh, thank you so much and welcome. Thank you, Alex Schmidt. Our second contestant is not only a writer, not only one of the co-hosts of Secretly Incredibly Fascinating. He's also a bird's rights activist on Twitter. Incredible, <laughs> Katie Golden. Hello, Katie. 
Merci beaucoup, Raisins oh, Detra. See, it's working. It's working. It's already catching on. I love it. It's like Zaddy. Just all of a sudden, we're all going to be saying Merci beaucoup, and we won't even know why. Uh, Katie, you're in Italy. Why? Yes. Well, simple. Um, my husband got a job here, and yeah. I wanted to come here and eat a just magnificent amount of pasta. So that is what happened. <laughs> That's what you do. You're in Turin? That's right. Yeah, it's northern Italy. We're kind of uh, near the Alps. We're sort of in a bowl, though, like next to the Alps. So we get all these smog and stuff, which is, mm -hmm. you know, uh, it's an interesting experience to breathe in the almost alpine air, but also mm -hmm. from a lot of cars. We're in sort of a soup uh. area. But it's beautiful. Oh, but it's good smog. It's good smog. <laughs> I feel like it's like it's northern Italy smog. I would breathe that. Can yeah. you can you just like honestly, I just, I I'm not gonna let this go. Can you just like talk me through just a, a regular lunch? Yeah, oh. I mean today I had a quinoa salad. Wait, am I supposed to make this really Italian? I went to <laughs> the ristorante and got some biscotti. Yeah. There uh, you go. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> I, I wanted to just be like leisurely, you know, hours long. You're lingering over a, over a table. There's like a, there's a glass of Pinot Grigio. There's a, a dish of olive oil that we're dipping some focaccia into. You know what I mean? We we get back to work when we do. We take a nap. This is <laughs> well, it's in interesting. It doesn't have to match up with your reality, but I wish it did. <laughs> You've got a few things right. The glass okay. of wine, the olive oil, and focaccia is correct. Mm -hmm. Lunches aren't necessarily that slow, but dinner is very slow and also late at night. So mm -hmm. it, it it was bewildering to us that it was so slow and late and then you lie down for bed and then you mm -hmm. get sort of gastric reflux, but it is worth it because it's gastric yeah. reflux that tastes like delicious olive oil. Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> um Katie, um, I can already tell you that you're going to win because I'm going to need your help when I immigrate. Okay, anyway, uh, listener, you have met our players. It is now time to see who has the better grasp of what matters this week, pop culturally speaking. So, new friends, if you're ready, you will each be given a chance to tell me what you think is the most important or tragically overlooked story or person or place or thing or event of the last week or two. Alex, we'll start with you. I... So I really enjoy this show, and it is a really nice experience to be coming on this show and learn from the process of it. So shout out Christian, mm -hmm. shout out Riley, shout yeah, out anybody yeah, else yeah. behind the scenes making stuff happen, because- Jean-Luc. Jean-Luc, great. Laura Swish. Yeah. And uh, I, I saw- uh, uh, Oh, keep going, keep going. Uh, Lady Tron. Lady Tron, thanks. Anyway, <laughs> uh, we'll thank them later. Alex, you were saying? I, I saw a TikTok- right before we were planning this where a lady is walking on the street and she tells this elaborate story about how she was on a date and her date mm -hmm. refused to spend three extra dollars on cheese for her burger. And then she pretended to go to the bathroom, but paid the check and left and then sent like a very imperious message to them about like, you should have gotten the cheese on the burger. It's important to live, I guess was the point. And then we saw it through a stitch where another person said, they were the guy and they had the burger with them. And then the guy and the stitch said like, ah, thank you for the free burger. I was going to pay for it. I'm not a fool. And then I learned from the the booking and the setup of this. That's all fake. 
That's all just a made-up TikTok <laughs> that never happens. Oh, it's just somebody pretended to tell that story for clout. Ugh, <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. I especially hate it when it's like something utterly mundane that you couldn't yeah. possibly care about if you tried, and then it's fake. It's like, come on. You have yeah. you have like the you have the blankest of slates if you're gonna make shit up. <laughs> make up something better than three dollar cheese for Pete's sake. Have some self-respect. Yeah, I have a real story. It's not about cheese. It's about okay. salsa. Well, yeah, I, but I, yes, Katie. <laughs> but I is, is this your thing, or is this just going? No, off no. The, this the is just this cheese? is just this is just a sort of uh, chaser to the fake story, which is that okay. I was on a date once a long time ago, not with my current husband, but I told my date I don't really like a lot of salsa on uh, a taco. And oh. he grabbed the taco out of my hand and then dumped a bunch of salsa on it and said, you're wrong. Eat what? this. <laughs> yeah. No. But that I was mean, before this... TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So, I mean, tell me that was the last date. Yeah. Yeah. No, it definitely that was. was. Yeah. That was you you gained the prerogative oh. to like shove that taco into their face like it's a cream pie and three stooges shorts <laughs> like you yeah, I, I feel like you're absolutely. just allowed at that point <laughs> yeah that's a full-on food fight nobody would nobody would blame you for that uh so katie what is your your what are you playing for what is your story well so i did see that there is a movie coming out the live action little mermaid people have mm-hmm. very strong opinions on it like the color palette is to uh sort of shadowy apparently but the mm-hmm. thing that is a big controversy is that Sebastian the crab the friend the little kind of fun musician crab that we know and love he was cast as a ghost crab which is a semi-terrestrial crab meaning that it cannot actually exist underwater for long periods of times because it will drown And so Disney, in all their imminent wisdom, (laughs) selected one of the species of crabs that absolutely could not exist in this environment uh, without dying, uh, so that it is generating a bit of controversy on this decision that Disney has made Mm. to, you know, be inaccurate in its crab casting. I love that that's the plausibility concern. This, yeah, this specific species of crab could not exist underwater. Uh, okay, there it is. Fake talk versus ghost crab. Those are your buzzing <laughs> words. Keep them ready. You will need them as we move forward. Let's get into it. Let's start the show with a round we like to call Wiki Tweaks. It's a simple game. We delve into the Wikipedia page for a topic or a thing or a person maybe. And we take out a couple surprising sentences, and then we add in one sentence that is totally made up. Our contestant's job, your job contestants, guess the fake. And today, in honor of our guests, all of our Wikipedia pages will be on topics covered in episodes of Secretly Incredibly Fascinating. So, if you get them wrong, there will be an extra degree of shame. Alex, you are up first. You won't need your buzzing words for these. We will ask them to you in turn. Okay, Alex, uh, here are three sentences from the Wikipedia page on silica gel. Okay, it's actually two from the Wikipedia page of silica gel. One from the imagination of Riley Silverman and or John Luke Roberts. Tell us which one is not in the Wikipedia article. A, 
Prior to widespread use of air conditioning, salt shakers with caps containing silica gel beads to keep the salt dry enough to prevent clumping were marketed in the USA. B, food additive. Silica gel, also referred to as silicon dioxide or synthetic amorphous silica, SAS, is listed by the FDA in the United States as generally recognized as safe. Or C, Silica Gel redirects here for the drag performer and recording artist Silica Gel, see Silica Gel Drag Queen. <laughs> a, B, or C. What's fake? I, in the episode, we were really fixated on the packets specifically. And so this is some loose mm -hmm. gel, and I'm very excited to think about it. I think, I think maybe <laughs> the first thing is fake, just because like silica gel is safe to consume, but the danger is the choking hazard. Like it's not poisonous, oh. but it's dangerous if you just oh. put enough of it in you to choke. So I might say the first thing oh, is I see. Well, you're wrong. Ah. It's C, there is to our knowledge, no drag queen or performing artist named silica gel, but there really should Yet, yet. Um, do you guys, yet, yeah. I mean, after this episode, obviously. Do you guys have, have you, do you have drag names? Roller derby names? Uh, I've Ghost never crab. been so old. Ghost crab is, is no, Katie's. yeah, sure, yeah. <laughs> Ghost crab, Ghost crab, that's good. Uh, I if I've never done drag, but if I do, uh, Barbara Ganoush. Huh. Uh, okay, uh, Katie, these are for you. Uh, okay, these are from the Wikipedia page on Snoopy. Snoopy the dog. <gasps> yeah. Uh, a in the comic strip, Snoopy has seven brothers and sisters. Five have appeared at various times in the strip. Four brothers, Snappy, Snoppy, Marbles, and Toupee, and one sister, Belle. B, he's obsessed with cookies, particularly the chocolate chip variety. This and other instances in which he indulges in large chocolate-based meals and snacks shows resistance to the theobromine unheard of in other dogs. Or C, the Silver Snoopy Award is a special NASA honor in the form of a sterling silver pin with an engraving of Snoopy in a space suit helmet. What is fake, Katie? Well, I know that C is true because I remember from the episode. See, Alex, I do pay attention. I, I believe I always say A this. is. I always say you pay attention. <laughs> Hang on. <No. laughs> that, is the, that is the thing you say to me after every episode. Like, thank you for paying attention. So <laughs> A, I believe, is true. I know that he has siblings. I'm going to say I don't recall Snoopy being much. I, I know he's he eats like crunchy bones by the bucketful, but I don't believe he eats cookies. So I'm going to say B is fake. Oh boy, are you ever wrong. He does like crunch on those bones, eat some whole. Um, <laughs> and they're all like exactly the same size and shape, right. which is interesting. But anyway, uh, no, uh, A is the fake one. We made up the name Snappy Snoppy in 2K. Uh, his real siblings' names are Spike, Andy, and Olaf. Uh, and Belle, there is a Belle. Okay, back to you, Alex, for number three. These are three sentences about daylight saving time, which was yeah. first suggested, as you obviously know, by William Willett. Which is the fake? A, farmers have been one of the strongest lobbying groups against DST, daylight savings time, since it was first implemented. B, Belarus declared in 2011 that it would stay in DST all year long, but about 5% of the population refuses to observe it. Or C, William Willett at first suggested weekly 20-minute transitions. Oh. It's fake. I, th I think B is fake. Because, yeah, A, a is, a, is speaking to a big myth about it. People think farmers asked for it, but it, it ended up getting implemented for, like, war production. So I, I think mm. B is the, fa the fake one. 
You're absolutely right. Belarus yeah. has stayed in Woo! daylight saving time all year long, but we made up the bit about the uh, the 5% DST <laughs> separatist movement, which would be really cool. Uh, number four, Katie, your three sentences are from the Wikipedia page on ampersand. Ooh. A, it has been falsely claimed that André-Marie Ampère used the symbol in his widely read publications and that people began calling the new shape Ampère's and. Ampère's hmm. and. B, as of 2018, there were 32 people in the United States of America named Ampersand. Or C, in film credits for stories, screenplays, etc., Ampersand indicates a closer collaboration than and. Oh my God. I was not a guest on the Ampersand episode, so this mm. is more yeah. of a reach for me. Let's mm. see. God, I, I'm not going to say the first one is false because I desperately need it to be true. It's so magical I, and fun, isn't if it? I can, if I can will it into the universe to be true, that is can worth William it more will to it me. into the universe? <laughs> if, uh, yeah, that is worth it to me more than points. So I'm going mm -hmm. to say... Mm. And the last one sounds fine to me. Sure. Yes. I'm going to, I I don't know that I've ever met someone named Ampersand. And my experience is sort of a rational survey of the world, as everyone knows. So I'm going to say B is yeah. incorrect. You're absolutely right. You guys are catching on. Yeah. There is no information. Information? Information. Information in the Wikipedia article about how many Americans are named Ampersand. So there could be a few. There could not be. We don't know. We simply don't know. There's no way of knowing. Alex, back to you. These sentences are from the Wikipedia article on the Grant Wood painting American Gothic. Awesome. What's the fake? A, the figures were modeled by Wood's sister, Nan Wood Graham, and their dentist. B, Wood was inspired to paint what was known as the Dobby House in Eldon, Iowa. Or C, the plants on the porch of the house are mother-in-law's tongue and beefsteak begonia. Wow. So I, I know A is true. B is, it was definitely a house in Eldon, Iowa. I've actually been to the house. My, my uh, mom's from Iowa and I've spent time there and you can just go see it. Uh, but it could plausibly not be called the Dobby house. And I don't know what the plants are. So it's either B or C. I'm going to go with C. Oh, you should have gone with B. Ah. House is not the Dobble House. It's the Dibble House. Dibble. How about right. that? <laughs> uh, you you dobbled when you should have dibbled. You dobbled <laughs> when you should have dibbled. Well, how many times do we have to tell you? Okay, Katie, back to you. These are from the Wikipedia page on toothpaste. Ooh. A, the iconic depiction of a wave-shaped blob of toothpaste sitting on a toothbrush is called a nurdle. <laughs> B, uh, with the exception of toothpaste intended to be used on pets, such as dogs and cats, and toothpaste used by astronauts, most toothpaste is not intended to be swallowed. Or C, the phrase, a pea-sized amount, usually uh, used as an instruction for the volume of toothpaste a child should use, has been trademarked by Colgate Palmolive. Hmm. God, I really, again, I want the nurdle to exist. And so even though it sounds pretty outrageous, I'm somewhat unwilling to dismiss it just in case that makes it less likely that it exists. Do you, do you get my logic there? So no. uh, <laughs> I'm going to say I'm going to say C is incorrect. 
You're absolutely right. No one has yes. trademarked the phrase wow. a pea-sized amount. And with that, you have pulled ahead at the end of round one. Katie and Ghost Crab have two. This fake-ass fake talk and Alex have but one. <laughs> <laughs> MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.